Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Robin Robinson Show. How you guys doing today? Anyway, I want to talk about something that most of us don't really like to talk about, and that is control. Well, when I lost control in my life was 2020, I would say, uh, not even the time when I lost my daughter. I was full alert of everything that was happening in my life. I was devastated. I was in control. Um, I know what I needed to do. I needed to mourn the death of my child and and take it like a champ because it wasn't just me that lost a child in this life. I wasn't in this by myself, you know. I've always been that super girl, that super woman, that woman that, you know, I, I get my bionic strength from just pain and suffering and, and things in my life that have ripped my heart out, you know. And I bounce right back because that's what I do. I bounce back, you know. I don't know whether it's because of my genes or it's because I came from Brooklyn, New York, and I was a fighter all my life, you know. I had no choice, um, you know. I had to fight to survive uh, living in the area, living in the hood, you know. You can live in the hood, but you don't have to be of the hood. But getting back to what I was saying about control, Well, I lost control in 2020 when I first got cancer. Oh, I thought I was going to beat this thing, which I did. You know, I'm still here. But I thought I was going to be in control of my cancer journey. And come to find out, I wasn't, you know. It had beat me down so bad that when I tried to pull myself up, it's almost like I submitted to just dealing with it and just walloping in this cancer journey because there was no other way I was going to come out of it, you know. Um, I still had to keep a a, a good piece of frame of mind and I had to try to keep myself healthy and alert and um, do a lot, but don't do too much because the cancer won't allow you. The chemotherapy will have you so sedated that you can't do so much you want to do, but you just don't have the energy, number one. So when I realized it had just taken over my control when my hair started falling out and, and, you know, I couldn't do anything about it. You know, this is my hair we're talking about. I mean, all women feel like, listen, I got to have some type of hair. That's my beauty, you know. Uh, Oh, there's wigs, there's ponytails, there's all those artificial stuff out there. But, you know, at the end of the day, you want to put your hands through your own natural hair. So, you know, when I lost my hair, I decided one day I woke up, my hair was falling out. I said, you know what? Nah, cancer is not going to take anything else from me. I am going to pick up a pair of scissors, you know, and cut that ponytail off. And guess what? I needed to be in control of something in my life. I had lost so much control. The cancer had stripped me of my energy, just everything. Um, I was tired all the time. Um... I was gaining a lot of weight from the steroids they had me on. Um, I was just existing. Um, I couldn't go too many places because I would get sick to my stomach. And um, I decided one day 
I'm going to take my control back. I need to be in control of something in my life. This was very new to me. I had always maintained, even in the worst situations in my life, I have always maintained to be in some form of control. And then there was times in my life that, you know, me being in control wasn't everything, (laughs) you know. I mean, you know, in life, people tend to hate you and resent you because they think you have something that they don't have, which is very true. You do. But even you sometimes don't know what you have. Um, My thing was to pick my battles carefully. Everything is not a fight. Everything is not a battle. There's sometimes you just got to just turn the other cheek and say, you know what? I don't need this. If I'm already sick, why do I need somebody trying to pull me down when I'm sick and I need someone to uplift me? And that's what my journey's been about. It's, you know, I mean, every three months I go for my my scans and I'm trying to keep positive and keep a good frame of mind and you know I can't lose it because if I lose it then I'm not in control and I want to be in control you know how that is you know so I think learning what control is all about is very deep because you don't have to have cancer to want to be in control of your life you don't have to be sick to want to be in control. But you know what I always say, what goes up must come down. And I think people need to realize because you're not sick, or maybe one day you might get sick, maybe you're healthy, and God bless you if you are, okay? That wasn't my journey. But I am learning to take each day at a time and make the best out of it and just enjoy my life. Try to live my best life. I try not to take on too much of other people's burden, other people's shit. Excuse my language. I try to just, hey, if I could give you my time, my affection, my love, and my money, and just spend quality time with you, I'm okay with that. But I can't be around negativity people because it brings out the worst in me when I'm trying to stay healthy and positive. And that's my word for the day, healthy and positive. And all the negativity, I want to say bye-bye to. But you know what, you guys? I love talking to you. Don't forget, any comments, any messages, just text me or just send me an email. And like I say, things happen in everyone's home. Bye. Welcome. Welcome to the Robin Robinson Show. How's everybody? I hope you guys are doing well. Whatever you're doing out there, I just hope you're feeling good and looking good and healthy and happy and all that good stuff. Anyway, today I want to talk about just people that I've come in contact with, like family, friends. It seems like a lot of people are so stressed out today, you know. If it's not one thing, it's another. And I have people that I come in contact with, you know. Their marriages are breaking up. Their relationships are down the drain. And they're so unhappy. I think a lot of that is because they're unhappy with themselves. And I'm not saying it's not legitimate, okay? Okay. Because we all have some type of issues one way or another. 
One person may be facing relationship issues. The other person may not have a relationship to face those issues. Granted, I understand all that dynamics. But it seems like if you're not sick, you're dealing with work stress. You're dealing with family stress. You're dealing with financial issues. It's just so many things that are so overwhelming today. And you know, sometimes I feel like a counselor. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sick. I'm, I'm dealing with my own issues. And But I got to thank God that I'm healthy enough to get around and to do things that make me happy and to be around good people. And that's the key word, being around good people that want the best for you, that if you fall down, they fall down with you. If you get up, They're up there with you. They're pulling you up to the top of the rope. And that's what we want to do. We want to encourage people. Don't just stand by and see your neighbor falling down and you don't go over to help her or him for that matter. You know, I think that's the problem today with us human beings. We're so busy trying to climb to the top that we don't even care about the little guy that's falling down that can't get back up because all we want to do is we don't care about other folks. It's all about me, 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 me. And you know the sad part about it? When I was at the cancer hospital in uh, Pennsylvania, every day I would go there, uh, get blood work or chemotherapy or radiation or doctor's appointments, whatever. And I would see so many sick people and I would forget the fact that I'm sick too. But you know what? My heart went out to these people. It's just like, was I born in an era where people really cared about other folks? Because some of the other people today that I come across, well, I don't come across too much negativity, especially in humans. Everybody that's in my circle today are Number one, positive. Number two, care about people. Number three, had a life. Know what it is to have and to not have. And they have um, something inside of them that's built where, you know, they care, they love, they respect human beings. And that's what it's all about. Where's the respect today for people? People that have less than you, people that are sickly, people that live alone, people that don't have anybody to reach out and touch them, go to the supermarket, do things for them. Everybody's so busy climbing to the top to get what? And when you get it, how long you think you're going to keep it when you step on other people? It's a sad, sad world we live in today. What happened to just loving somebody? What just happens to when people are down and out and depressed and don't know which way they're going to go because they can't pay their bills. They can't make next month's rent. They can't buy food to put on the table to feed their kids. You know, so now they got to go out and do something that they don't want to do just to survive. I don't, you know, I I think that cancer gave me something, like I said before, that I didn't have before. There's so much compassion inside of me that I want to help any and everybody that need my help. But I'm only one person. But you know what? My mom used to say, God rest her soul, before she passed on, she used to say, Robin, you help people. You do things. And she used to say that to me, and at the time, I almost felt like I was being 
brutal brutalized for helping somebody. She it's like she begrudged me for helping other people. But can I help that? I was a little girl. I did. Hey, I knew from an early age that if somebody drops something, you run over there, you help them pick it up, and say, "Here, ma'am. Here, sir. You know, you dropped something." You know, the way people are raising their children today is like they want them to be grown before they even get grown. You know, what happens to allowing them to be a little girl or a little boy, you know, with respect and love and kindness and teach them how you were taught or even better yet, how you wasn't taught. Teach them how to become a better human being. And that's what we want. We want our grandchildren, our children to be a productive human being in society. Not just somebody slinging some over here to make a quick buck. Not walking over a body that you see in the street instead of reaching out, trying to have some type of compassion. What? You know what? I'm, I'm dealing with my issues with my cancer. But even when I didn't have cancer, I still was a decent human being when it came down to someone needing something more than me. I just feel like we've lost it as people somewhere down the line. We've lost it. We've got sidetracked, you know. I mean, listen, if, if you were poor and you got some money today or tomorrow, now all of a sudden you somebody else that nobody knows, okay? Then there's the person that is poor and then got some money and want to give everybody a little something, something just to make them feel good because the need is there. Oh, just sometimes, you know, I want to just scream and say, you know, there's nothing I can do. I'm a one-woman show. I can't do all this in the world to make it better. But the only thing I'm responsible for right now is me and what I do from this day on and who I help, who I allow in my circle, who I show love and kindness and patience and tolerance to But guys, I just wanted to reach out and just say that and just reach out and talk to somebody that needs to hear this message today. And I love, love you guys so much. And I'm so grateful for this platform. And I soon will be on different platforms so you can still reach out and touch me. And God bless you. And I love you. And like I say, things happen in everyone's home. Bye.